from the country that brought you Rami Malik and Hoda Kotbi. It's a conundrum. With Sam Taha. Kif, we have a conundrum. <sighs> Hello, and welcome to Sam Taha's Conundrum Podcast. I am the impulsive portion before the apostrophe, and I've put my foot in my mouth so many times this week to the point that where I regret having vocal cords. You ever have that? Happens to me all the time. And I always mean well. I never think that it will backfire, it's like it always surprises me. I always think that, hey, that would be a nice thing to say, People will appreciate hearing this and me bringing bringing it up in like a playful way and then fast forward to me regretting that there was air between my vocal cords. This Monday I was at an open mic with some comedy colleagues. So I felt like between friends and especially these days when there is no any social interactions. And one of those comics, we've been working together, uh, like we've been together on different mics. And I remember like every time I see her on a mic, I always have a hard time hearing her because there's like a buzz in the in, in, in her mic. Her voice sounds like it's far. So I thought, why not bring it up playfully? I was like, oh, um, here is a good line that I thought will bring laughter. I was like, oh, I'm glad you we have you here, Danielle, because this is an intervention. You have to get a new mic. In my head, this was going to be a nice and funny remark and everyone will agree and we will all laugh and Danielle will get a new mic and good job Sam, what a pleasant human you are. Of course, that was not even close to what happened. I I finished talking and no one reacted. People looked at me with blank stares and there was actually one awkward laugh and I immediately felt the blood rush to my face and my ears and regret washed over me and I spent the entire rest of the mic DMing Danielle with apologies and telling her how I'm an idiot and please forgive me, I'm an idiot. Self-correcting. And of course, that didn't stop me from feeling bad after the mic, even though she was very gracious about it and said it was no worries at all. But these little facts just ricochet of my self-loathing body armor suit that I'm wearing all the time. Like the fact that she accepted my apology did not matter. For the rest of the day, I would be still sitting on the computer, replaying the incident in my head, and then blurt out, idiot, every 10 to 15 minutes. The day passes somehow, and I go to bed. Wake up the next day, new day, new me. I had another mic at night, And I was like, "Uh aha, this time I will learn from my Monday mistake and say absolutely nothing about anything. And just as the mic was about to start, the host was saying some, like, talking about some other comedian, like, oh, he's next. And she was about to do her set. And then she said the comedian's name. And he has one of those names that is hard to pronounce. But to the point that I remember when I met him the first time, I was like, hey, so how exactly do you say your name? So he told me the way you say it, and then I just, ever since then, I I recognized how to say his name and said his name back to him a thousand times, and he never complained. So the host says his name, 
and she totally messes it up. Like I hear it in a different sound, I've never heard that sound before. So I like wanted to quietly tell her that, oh no, his name is actually pronounced that way. Like he taught me how to pronounce his name. So I sent her a, uh, like a private message on Zoom. I'll be like, it's actually pronounced that way. Again, in my head, I was doing a nice thing and I was telling her privately so I don't embarrass her publicly and embarrass him. And it's going to be a nice thing and my foot won't end up in my mouth this time. Of course, she was high, a little bit high, so she ended up reading the text out loud and he noticed that so there's this thing in Zoom where apparently if you're hosting the Zoom, if you're if you're the one doing the meeting, you can see all the texts that are being sent, the private ones too. So she brought up that she was reading the text and he turned to the screen and read it too. And turned out I was wrong. She was saying his name correctly and I was wrong for some reason. As if the things that happened in my memories like didn't even happen. Once again, I stuck the landing in these stupid foot-in-the-mouth Olympics that I'm the, the, the reigning champion of. The funny thing about this is how when my therapist was talking to me last week, she was like, uh, do you experience any social anxiety? And I was like, no, zero. I am very uh, confident of myself and people like me. Wrong. I don't experience anxiety during social activities. It's mostly after it's over where I go home and replay the tapes in my head and do a play-by-play -play of, ooh, I shouldn't have said this, I should have said that, or mostly, I should have just shoved the sock in it and be quiet. That's how I spend the rest of the day, calling myself an idiot, buffoon, think before you speak. I wish I can stop that, but I can't. I will say something stupid again. It's, uh, it's right as rain, as they would say. Like, you can bet money on me putting my foot in my mouth again. And you can also bet money on me beating myself about it. So, I just accepted this as part of my painful existence. Anyways. I had, uh, I had such a nice comedy weekend. Uh, both my shows went really well. And I managed to make $16 in one of those shows. $16. Can you believe it? That's officially the most money I've ever made in a single show. Bringing my total comedy earnings in seven years to 50 American dollars and $75 in gift cards. So $125 total. I'm rich, bitch. So that makes up for the fancy mic I bought a couple of weeks ago. It's officially now a mic that I paid for by comedy. It feels nice to own something that you bought from your passion, the, the career that you want to do. Also, Granny Smith don't work. Like now this new mic keeps picking up every little mouth movement I make. And I tried with the Granny Smith's apples last, uh, last week. And I spent hours editing the mouth noises out of this podcast. So I don't know. I tried not to do coffee, but we will see. It's going to all be more apparent in the editing. Um, no occasion day update. Flash recap for uh, the fictitious futuristic new listeners. I had two friends who sent me three cards over the last year. And I wanted to send them a card back. So I made up this fake holiday that was going to be on the, the 21st of Feb February. But Valentine's Day ruined it. So I had to move it to the 12th of March. But here's the update. I just found out that the 12th of March 
is the official lockdown date of COVID. So fuck that. I'm not gonna have my yearly holiday on that horrific date. Also, my friends had to move. Can you believe that? They've been living in the same spot for two years. And when I want to send them a card, apparently suddenly they have a mold problem. And they want to move now. And actually, they did move. So I don't even have their new address now. And I don't want to ask for their new address, then follow it with a card. That will ruin the surprise. Jesus Christ. So now I decided to move the holiday to goddamn July. I know it's extreme, but there is literally no other holiday that I like. And I wanted to be on a date I like for some stupid reason. So the next date I like is going to be the 21st of July. So we will talk about this again in five months. I don't know why the date matters to me. And why does it have to be on a day I like? It, 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 to be honest, it has to do with numbers. Because my first play was called 2107, so that number is special to me. I'm an idiot. So that's going to be the, the official date of no occasion day. And that's my final decision. I'm not changing it. I don't care. If uh, the aliens visited on that day, I don't give a fuck. That's my day. That's my made-up holiday, and it's going to be on this day. Even if they send me a card for my birthday, which is almost a week before the 21st, I will still send them a recording of this podcast as a proof that I had this planned all along. And all of this doesn't matter, because no one said that me planning this was going to ruin the nice gesture to begin with. It's all in my head and I know it, but I can't stop it. I just put some stupid restraint on myself. And I just like put that restraint on myself and just keep trying to figure out how to move around these fictitious restraints. That's, w- that's why this podcast is called Conundrum. Because I turn every little thing into a full-blown conundrum that I keep analyzing and trying to tackle from different ang- angles. And you get it now? It only took 22 episodes for the podcast name to make sense, but that's my reveal. It's called Conundrum because everything I do is a conundrum. Uh, speaking of conundrums, after 36 years of living in this on this planet, I just, like, and I've been speaking English for, I want to say like a good 30 years out of those 36 years. And today, after 36 years, was the first time I realized that the R in February is fucking silent. I just found out that today. After 36 years. Today was the last time I actually, the first time I actually Googled it and I was like, oh, it's silent? There is a silent R in this language? And you might have heard me struggle with this last week when I was saying February, 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 February. But like, even when I was struggling with it, I thought I was saying February wrong the entire time. And I and like while I was reading it, I was like, there's an R. Why did I keep thinking that the R doesn't exist? And on the fly, I decided to correct that lifelong mistake that I thought I was doing and started saying February. But today, while I was like preparing for this to, to start recording, I was like, let me look it up. And like the first thing I found was saying like, yeah, we decided to drop the R in Febu- February because February sounds weird. And why do you still have the R? I hate this language. Also, did you know that it's not Wednesday? It's Wednesday. No, I knew that part. I'm just being an idiot. Um, what else? Still no work permit. No driver's license. And this is officially my last week of EDD money. 
unemployment runs out next week. So starting next week, I will officially have no income. And with no work permit, I will just have to survive with whatever money I have saved. I have saved a bunch of money. It's not a lot. And I mean, my spending is really low since I don't eat outside and I'm not wasting most of my money on weed and alcohol and gas and sweets and bread and food. So I can survive for a while. Like the only thing that I'm afraid of spending and I know that I have to spend on is my teeth and apparently my immigration lawyer that requires a thousand dollars to add the fact that I'm agnostic to the case that I've already paid over five thousand dollars so far over six years now. So this and uh, I just uh, booked uh, a dentist appointment on the 3rd of March where we're gonna for sure add a crown to cover the hole in my mouth. And we have to take one of the, um, what are they called, the wisdom teeth. So that's another, I don't know how much. I'm expected to pay another $2,000 to the dentist next month. So amazing. That's like most of my savings. And I know they're important things, but it's bad timing. And I just feel stuck. Like I've been unemployed for over a year now. I just checked today and the last day of my last job was on the 11th of February of 2020. So I started my quarantine a little bit earlier than everyone else. And this entire year just felt like I've been swimming in a fishbowl. Where you try to make your little fish tank more exciting each day, but it's the same fucking tank. And all the days look the same. And in my case, the fishbowl has a hole in it and, it, and I keep watching the water level decrease as I keep doing laps and wishes, wishing for more water to come before I suffocate from unemployment and mental illness. I do this thing where I wake up and like write every day about the day before for like 20 minutes just as an exercise for writing eh, to help me like keep my flow going. And at the beginning of the day, like I would like spend maybe like 20 seconds be like, oh, so what was yesterday like? Because they all look the same. Oh, I slept and had coffee in the morning and went for an hour hike and then wrote and did stand-up. It's all the same. Even the hike trail feels like it's an extension of, of the fishbowl, of my prison. It's the, the, the prison yard. I get to the end of the trail and see the same things, even the same people on the, on the trail, and go back home and make the same food. Like I, I decided to go back to eat a couple of weeks ago. And then I was, I, I, my, my brain started going crazy with the OCD. So I was like, nope, I'm done. No more wheat. And I was relaxing my sugar rule back to no sugar again. So I've back to eating potatoes and meat every fucking day for almost five months now. I'm so, so sick of it. And I, I can't think of any gluten-free foods that I can eat. I also can't eat rice. And because uh, apparently eggs are bad for you, I can't eat eggs. So breakfast is oat milk and three bananas. Lunch is potato salad with my choice of meat of the day. Either chicken, beef, or tuna. That is the extent of the variety of food in my life. Potatoes and shit. It just feels so mundane, monotonous all these words of like boring and I don't know when is this gonna end and I know this is not unique 
to anyone else living in this quarantine. But it sucks also that you're seeing some people going back to normal life. While I'm like, no, I'll just stay here and wait for the fucking vaccine. And it just all feels the same. Like, if I was lazier than this, this podcast would have been exactly 35 seconds long. Where I start with the music intro and then cut to me saying, I ate some potatoes, did some stand-up, and nothing else happened. So see you next week. So I'm glad I was able to squeeze 17 minutes of material out of my week. And yeah, that's really it. That's, that's all I thought about talking about this week. It's boring and I'm so sick of it. And I wish it would end. Oh, it's always dark before sunrise. Where is that fucking sun? I can't wait for the fucking sun that's been absent for a fucking year. I'll survive. <sighs> but that's it this week. Um, uh, I'll be back next week with another Stories of the Mundane. Until then, uh, keep swimming. Keep doing laps in your fishbowl. And I wish you have an exciting week. I don't know how, but try. But until then, keep swimming, stay sane, and bye!